we have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. It is Thursday, February 28, 2008. My name is Ben Miller, and I'm hanging here with my fellow event organizers, Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. And Pyeth on the soundboard. Hello. Number to reach us is 888-202-1984. That's 888-202-1984. Or you can drop us an AOL and some message at Animal Farm Show, all one word. Check out our website, animalfarmshow.com. We've got another great show for you guys tonight. We're going to be talking about the dreaminess of Barack Hussein Obama and how grown women are literally passing out at the sight of him. We're also going to be getting into uh, how Mr. Dick Cheney's emails have conveniently gone missing. And we also have a brand new law or lie game for you tonight coming up in the second hour. You are listening to the Animal Farm. Stay tuned. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret society, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. Visit us on the web at animalfarmshow.com. Give us a call at 888-202-1984. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the Animal Farm. We've got some ridiculous stories tonight. <laughs> we want to start <laughs> off with one that I think is... Extra ridiculous. Attention, video gamers. Yes. Hi, <laughs> cue up the music. We need oh, some. Boy. We need some hardcore music for this. <laughs> U.S. spies want to find terrorists in World of Warcraft. <laughs> Be careful who you frag. Having eliminated all terrorism in the real world, the U.S. intelligence community is working to develop software that will detect violent extremists infiltrating World of Warcraft <laughs> and other massive multiplayer games, according to a data mining report from the Director, <laughs> director of National Intelligence. The cultural and behavioral norms of virtual world and gaming are generally unstudied. Therefore, Rayner will seek to identify the emerging social, behavioral, and cultural norms in virtual worlds and gaming environments. Then apply the lessons then to determine the feasibility of automatically detecting suspicious behavior and actions in the virtual world. Oh my goodness, Ben. 
As Ben mentioned, folks, it's called the Reynard Project. R E Y N A R D Project. And uh, the, the, maybe the greatest part of the article is the second paragraph. The Reynard Project will begin by profiling online gaming behavior, <laughs> then potentially move on to its ultimate goal of automatically detecting suspicious behavior and actions in the virtual world. Love it. <laughs> Maniac is imminent. Request advice. I mean, you know, and, and if nothing else, I mean, just bring up the, the obvious statements or arguments here, but if, you know, if you can't be violent in Warcraft, then when the hell can you be violent? And, <laughs> and I want to know, I mean, my first, my first question is, how are you going to profile behavior based on what someone is doing in a virtual world like oh wow you know, he uses his magic more than this guy he must be it how are you going you know this is ridiculous well you know what's actually funny you, you probably can do that because remember when we were we were getting together after a show recently that we did and we were watching a clip of a video game called postal oh my and goodness <laughs> oh, yeah folks postal is the utmost it's a crazy yeah. crazy video game and uh we, we watched we witnessed somebody destroy and mutilate a human body then proceed to kick it down a cliff we did i was pretty we did. That was pretty yeah postal uh those of you don't know postal is the ultimate you know um, I guess Michael Douglas and falling down type video game. It's you know you're just the whole world is is anger and uh, hate and you just go around and kill everything possible. But even you know even other games uh, that are popular online, uh, Battlefield 2142 comes to mind. That's a very popular one and obviously Warcraft, the most popular game of all time. Uh, I don't even know what this Reynard project is going to do, but I don't know how you could possibly look at an uh, action of a person based on their virtual. It's a great example. Of you can't really get away from them, you know. Government really does a uh, does care what you think, regardless of whether you care what they think. Yeah, but it, you know? it, it, so it's like you go into a play a video game, and you got to watch how you behave in your virtual world. It's it's pathetic. It's horrible. This is just. But this one here, I'm just not going to pay attention to. You know what? If they're if they can honestly find the funding to do this program, then you know what? Go ahead. At this point, <laughs> you know, at this point, what else? What else are you supposed to do? But um, there is a follow up there, Ben. Uh, senior officials worried about dangerously overstretched U.S. military. We had a, a really good guest on last week, which we'll talk about later. But really quickly, this seems to be a great follow-up. U.S. military is severely strained by two large-scale occupations in the Middle East, other troop deployments and problems recruiting. According to a new survey of military officers published by Foreign Policy Magazine and the centrist think tank Center for a New American Security, Ben. Wow. Interesting. Quote, they see a force stretched dangerously thin and a country ill-prepared for the next fight, said the report. The U.S. Military Index, which polled 3,400 current and former high-level military officers. 60% of the officers surveyed said that the military is weaker now than it was five years ago, often citing the number of troops deployed uh, to the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. Quote, we ought to pay more attention to quality, said retired Lieutenant General Gregory Newbold, who retired from the Joint Chiefs of Staff and part, of, uh, part over objections to the invasion of Iraq at a panel, uh, panel during a conference to release the data, so he obviously is not too happy. From a, public, a Republican presidential hopeful, Senator John McCain, to Presidential George W. Bush, politicians regularly speak on the military. George. Thank you, George. Speak on the military from a position of authority. They know, they contend, that despite the two ongoing wars, the U.S. is ready to deal with new threats militarily if need be and of course you know we all talk uh, they talk about iran all the time i don't even think it's possible but they kind of just throw it in our face though with the whole you know get ready for another war it's happening it's unbelievable it's gonna happen you know unbelievable there really isn't any way for that to happen other than having a draft uh dare i say it 
It's been talked about on mainstream media, Ben. I'm, I'm not sure if I have a, a clip that I could queue up at this point, but it's several times you've heard neocons, and, and you've even heard supporters. There was an interesting clip on C-SPAN where uh, you know a, a, a family member of an Iraq veteran was saying, you know, we got to institute a draft. You know, we're they're overworking our soldiers. We need more help, and it's it's in some way it's logical, but we know well, no, that's never going to fly. Also have Congressman Charlie Rangel, who wants to uh, who wants to institute a draft, is put a bill forward, I think, two or three times now trying to get a draft for people to uh, to sign up, you know. He, he states that, you know, if if everybody was drafted, then we would care more about which wars we were fighting. Yeah. And my uh, my theory is if everybody was drafting, everybody would be brainwashed and we'd probably like more. So it's just the last thing we could even afford at this point, much less what we want. It's just, I could only imagine the chaos that would exist, man, if they ever tried to establish an actual draft. Exactly. I have this article right here. Guantanamo Guard suffers psychological trauma. And these are the guards at Guantanamo Bay that are suffering psychological trauma. Not the prisoners now. The guards at the Guantanamo Bay prison camps are overlooked victims of America's controversial detention facility in uh, Cuba. According to a psychiatrist who has treated some of them, in some cases, a tour of duty at the camp has made guards suicidal and prompted a variety of psychiatric symptoms from depression and insomnia, insomnia to flashbacks. The guards' testimony also provides a harrowing insight into the treatment of pres- prisoners. Professor John Smith, a retired U.S. Air Force captain, treated a patient who was a guard at the camp. I think the guards of Guantanamo are an overlooked group of victims, Smith told American Academy of Forensic Sciences annual meeting in Washington, D.C. on Saturday. They do not complain a lot. You do not hear about them. So one again, once again, the soldier mentality, you know, just don't complain. Just shut up and, and deal with it. And well, You know, uh, just like Mitt Romney said, we should we ought to double Guantanamo because it's obviously something that we need then. Um, torture Are you insane? Torture has just become, <laughs> it, torture has been, you know, inseminated into our minds by the mainstream media. They constantly talk about it and they've almost dumbed us down and, and ha- I guess the word would be uh, softened the idea of torture. Yeah. The, uh, the obvious argument is, well, you know, you have to, you have to get information from people. But uh, I very naively think that we uh, are a better nation than that, and that should not be how we extract information. And how reliable is this information? Then we just have people, uh, you know, sentenced in a court for 9/11 crimes. Everything's 9/11, you know. So and these people were tortured beforehand, and it just yeah. comes down to you know, yeah, you, you get tortured, yeah, and you'll just say anything. Yeah, you'll say absolutely yeah, anything. And everybody yeah, in, the, in the CIA knows this. Uh, that you know, when you when you torture somebody, they will say anything. The the only reason for torturing the person is if you're trying to get a a, a false. Uh, Admission, you know, some type of false admission where where you're trying to to get fake confessions, pretty much, you know, of course, like if you know, type of thing. If you give someone long enough, they'll confess to the JFK assassination, like they'll confess to anything else. And just following. Oh, I love my job. I sleep with my shoes on. I like jelly on both sides of my toes. I've got an overdue library book. I think jellyfishing and bubble blowing are the same. I've never been late for work. I've never worked in a piece of conversation. I like to dance to loading zone announcements. I still don't have my driver's license. I'm a little on the short side. I'm wearing three pairs of underwear right now. Well, take, SpongeBob, take it from SpongeBob, it. I guess. <laughs> oh boy! So there's a lot of news tonight. Obviously, there always is a lot of news, Ben. I mean, I, I repeat that every single show. We got a lot of information about the flu vaccine, new recommendations. We got some other news regarding health. But first, I got I got to bring this up because this really this is the kind of thing that keeps me up. I couldn't sleep last night because of this. Because everybody listening has at one time or another received one of these. Thank you. Bob. One of uh, one of these ridiculous chain letter emails, and if it's not the Barack Obama being a you know a terrorist or Muslim, whatever the case may be, it's always something political. It's how we should be supporting the troops and forget about the war, never mind the war, but support the troops or whatever the case may be. And last night was perhaps the most ridiculous and ludicrous. 
uh, chain letter that I ever received, and it is from a you know a pro Bush supporter or whatever. And right off the bat, it's just not true. Uh, the chain letter, if, if anybody's gotten it, suggests that Jay Leno recently came out and went on this tirade of many of the reasons why we shouldn't be angry about where America is at today. <laughs> um, crap. The, to sum up the chain letter, it's the argument is this. Even though, you know, we have a war, and even though there's these little things that we all get angry about, why are 67% of Americans upset with the administration? Or why is the presidential rating so low when, you know, we have police officers, and we have fire fighters, and we have homes with TVs, and, you know, cushy little rugs? And <laughs> this obviously was written by someone who has or lives in the suburbs and has a very nice life, and everything's just hunky-dory. But again, right away, they talk about how it was Jay Leno who said this, and it wasn't. It was an article that was written a while ago out of WorldNet Daily by Craig R. Smith. I think it was 2006. You can Google it yourselves, WorldNetDaily.com. And, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm in the midst now, Ben, of really writing the ultimate response to this nonsense. Because, <laughs> unfortunately, what happens is a lot of people, especially people that are over the age of 35 and maybe don't think they want to care anymore about politics, this is where they get most of their information. You know, so after a chain letter like this, people will say, oh, you know what? He's right. I still have water in a house. And, like, yeah, that's great. But a lot of people <laughs> are homeless and they don't have these things. So um, I, I'm going to probably post this entire response when it's done. But it, it just it really bugs me then when i receive these little chain letters it's because their standards are so low it's like oh my goodness what are you complaining about you could walk down to the corner of the street and buy a jug of milk without yeah. having to talk to a soldier for permission right you know isn't that great why can't you why can't you just deal with with what you have isn't it isn't it great that we can do that as americans we're free right you know and then if you complain about how you need a, a permit or you need permission from the government to go fishing at a, a freaking lake and you know, then you're you're evil. You're you're wanting too much. You're you're too bad. Well, the the rant itself is is it gets into some very there's some really good points. You know, listen, we have supermarkets. We can go buy food. Yes, that's a that's a great convenience and it's very important. And yes, we, that's the way it's well, supposed yeah, to be. But you know that's what, Ben? Like at the same time, thing. that's a normal thing. At the same time, Ben, though, there is one part of it I agree with. We are brats. We are very unappreciative of what we have and I think we take a lot of things for granted and I think that's yeah. generalization yes yeah. but mm -hmm. at the same time th there is a message there uh, but some of these things are just absolutely ridiculous um, so one of the things uh, the, the basic gist of my response is that just because something doesn't affect you right now just because while you're in your living room you're not in pain or under any problems or stress doesn't mean that there aren't other problems out there that you know homelessness is not rising because it is mm -hmm. doesn't mean the economy is slowly crumbling because it is yeah. and it certainly doesn't mean that Iraq veterans are not you know, they're not getting the service there because they're not getting taken care of yeah. they need to be you know uh, things have to fi be fixed in that realm in and of itself so there's a whole bunch of problems, and just because I can go outside and buy milk doesn't mean I should just take a blind eye and be a knuckle dragger, does it? No. Um, no. Hopefully not. Uh, this is just another example of willful ignorance. People who don't want to look at what's going on get these chain letters, and they take them to the bank, and they uh, thankfully email them to me, because I'm the kind of guy who stood up till 6 in the morning last night researching all these points, and I had literally have a counterpoint for every single one of these things like uh you know well yeah the, this is going on you know we have running water we have houses we don't all have houses what the hell is wrong with you yeah. not everybody lives in this in southern california in the suburbs okay folks we have a homelessness problem it's getting worse every year what are you what are you yeah, crying no, about no listen I, but I, I don't i'm not sure if i'm a hypocrite i do i live in the suburbs it's very cushy i have a great house and i have a very warm and healthy place to live doesn't mean i'm not pissed off at what's going on because i am i'm very angry and frankly that's kind of why we're here tonight that's why we're doing our radio show because we're sick and tired of it it doesn't matter what we have our americans are suffering 
our fellow Americans are suffering. Just because I have a house doesn't mean everybody else has a house. What kind of logic is this? Yeah. This is the same logic that you get in all these stupid chain letters, which are all false. Almost all of them have tremendous falsities in them. Yeah. I totally agree with you 100%. I'm going to go through some of these throughout the night when I get angry, Then Good, good. I'm going. But I mean, you know, just, just because we we have you know a nice car and a nice house and nice girlfriends and this and that does not mean that everybody else has that stuff. And it doesn't mean that everybody else is, is well off, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 to think that you can ignore problems until they come to your doorstep is, is literally a mental illness, in my opinion. You know, to think the fact that, you know, you're just going to shut up and not care about anything until the problem comes to your uh, comes to your realm, it's just it's retarded. It's it absolutely stupid. is. And, you know, one thing uh, right off the bat, the question is, are we unhappy because we have electricity and running water 24 hours a day and seven days a week? And meanwhile, there's uh, three quarters of a, of a million people who are homeless in the country right now. And it's estimated 3.5 million people are likely to experience homelessness in a given year in the U.S., according oh, to USA boy. Today. This is what? just one of, a, of, of an incredible list of BS, folks. So, Animal Farm Show, you're listening to it when we get back. National ID cards, they're here, folks. Washington State. No more conspiracy theorists, is it? We shall return. No! Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at LibertyStickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. It's progressing, and it's only a short time until it's completely taken over every aspect of your life. We are entering martial law. There are ten telling signs of martial law. America has them all. Use the short time left to protect you and your family with the vital information in this book. Find this info bomb online in book form at survivemartiallaw.com. This book will tell you everything you need to know and how to prepare. Know exactly what you'll need to have hidden to live and how to survive under severe martial law. The worst part of martial law is in the beginning stages. Survivemartiallaw.com will show you how to act around controlling troops, where to store life-saving supplies, and what to look for. Surviving can be difficult, but possible. Arm yourself with the knowledge, as this is the only weapon you will have to protect your family. Go to S-U-R-V-I-V-E-M-A-R-T-I-A-L-L-A-W.com or call 608-819-8011. Act today, as there will be no warning. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. 
Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Online and on demand, this is We the People Radio Network. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show. And we the People Radio Network. Tony Pax, along with Ben Miller and the beloved Pyeth. We are all here for you and to try to get some of these... Incredible stories out to you. Before we went to break, we talked about, uh, I was ranting, and I'm really on fire tonight, about yet another one of these stupid chain letters that go out to all these people who are bored at work, and then they send them to me, thinking that, oh, look, I told you so. Things aren't as bad as they are. Um, I feel bad for these people. These are the people who, it's you know, it's impossible to really change their mind, but I try anyway. But the uh, the one thing before we get to the new driver's license, uh, national ID card, Chertoff style, <laughs> this is just, uh, again, this whole chain letter is, is based around the idea that why are we upset with our government? Why are we upset with where America's at and our government and our president when we have all of these great things like bread in the supermarket and, you know, firefighters and police? Uh, and one of them just really goes way overboard and says, how about the complete religious, social, and political freedoms we enjoy that are the envy of everyone in the world? Maybe that is what has 67% of you folks unhappy. And so, again, this show is based around, most of our shows on We The People Radio Network and other Patriot sites and shows and networks are based around our freedoms being taken away. Our political freedoms have been raped beyond belief. I think, you know, I think that there's two, when, when that person, I think that person makes a good point in their stupid chain letter. Um, they do talk about the social freedoms that we have. I do have to, I gotta say, we have increased our social freedoms over the past 100 years. You know, if you're, if you're a gay person in America, you can come out and you can be okay and you can be accepted by many oh, yeah. people in the community. And, and a lot of different lifestyles are, are, you know, much more accepted now than they were before. It's just in, in terms of our lawful rights, we're completely getting raped left and right in our lawful rights. And we have to ask permission for every single little thing that we do but if we want to date three women at the same time and all those three women are cool with it then you know your friends will give you a high five i mean that's totally that's totally accepted absolutely those parts and i think that you know the social freedoms that we have definitely have increased over the past years definitely give us a call if you disagree with that i'm sure there are people out there that could probably give great examples of how uh social freedom hasn't increased the number to call is 888-202-1984 i just wanted to put that 
that uh, point in there, Tony. No, there's no question, Ben. And again, I agree with the idea that we are, we, you know, we have been spoiled. And I think naturally we do take a lot for granted how great this country is. We take it for granted. But at the same time, we're not here, you know, on the show telling you how bad the country is. We're just saying, look, these are the things that are angering us about the country. And we want to know what you think about it. And just trying to get the information to you, the listeners. And it doesn't mean just because we have great things doesn't mean we have bad things, you know, or things that are unlawful in a lot of ways and against what America stands for. Mm -hmm. So, you know, again, the argument here is don't, you know, don't complain. Don't complain because, you know, we have good things. This is just a sad argument. But uh, (laughs) most of you know, we have free speech zones, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, and across the across the country since 9-11. I cringe when I hear that. It's it's, it's disgusting in this country to even think about zones where you can and cannot protest peacefully and then if you add that with all the other things of terrorism bills and patriot act and on top of all that now we have hr 1955 and hr 1959 and again i can't blame these sheeple knuckle draggers because they don't know about these things they don't pay attention yeah okay because you know instead of taping american idol and doing research they got to watch it in real time but uh so you know whatever I'll, i'm obviously on fire but this... <laughs> no, you can't even say that now because my mother literally i was just talking to her the other day and i said you're gonna listen to this show mom oh no i can't american idol's on and I was like, Mom, yeah, come on, man. It's your son. I'm on the air here. We have, uh, but, you, but I can listen to you anytime. American Idol is live. So. Yeah, oh, You've got to put your priorities ahead of others. you know. And I yeah. can't blame people for not wanting to pay attention. That's how things things are pretty bad right now, Ben. We, we, we are in some troubles. Uh, but they're not going to go away by being happy that we have bread at the supermarket. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to get serious yeah, about it's this. Gonna, it's not going to help the fact that we're $50 billion in yeah. debt. And if, and if, trillion dollars in debt. Exactly. Sorry. And if you love this country, then you'd be willing to fight and give your life for it, just like any other really true American. So 888 1984. Uh, what do you do without freedom? That's right. <laughs> we will fight. We will fight, folks, and we're just doing what we can at this point. So give us a call. Let us know your thoughts on this, and I'm going to respond to this chain letter and send it to all of our listeners and our people who are on our newsletter. And I'm gonna I'm gonna straighten people out. Okay. We should do a counter chain letter. <laughs> we should. I'm going to at this point. Why not? You Nevertheless, send it to everybody on that list that that got it. We talked. Uh, I think it was about three, maybe a month ago, three weeks ago, about Chertoff and his new plan to establish our new identity cards, folks. Because again, we have freedom, and so we need our identification in our, uh, you know, in our identification cards. Washington driver's licenses doubles at the North American passport. What's going on here is that Washington seems to be the guinea pig for the first state that's going to employ and already has employed the new driver's licenses, identification cards that have literally been RFID. Washington State, this came out of FCW, by the way, and Alice Lipowitz wrote this. Washington State has issued more than 2,000 new hybrid driver's license passport cards since it began issuing them a month ago, and 13,000 more people have signed up to apply state officials said. The enhanced driver's license program started by Washington State in conjunction with the Homeland Security Department became operational on January 22nd. The new licenses also serve as border crossing cards that enable travel across some United States land borders in lieu of a passport. Oh, my goodness. Ah, enable travel as if, as if travel wasn't enabled already. <laughs> I love the way they word stuff. What a bunch of what a bunch of it's, it, Yeah, it's just, well, listen, it's for freedom. The enhanced driver's license program has been going very well. Diggy Zank, a spokeswoman for the Washington State Department of Licensing, told Washington Technology, "People seem to want them. They enjoy 
the convenience. The cards, no, <laughs> oh, yeah, the cards are the same size as regular licenses, but with a different design. And again, let's remember what Chertoff was saying in that uh, Fox News interview that they're going to have a covert feature and they're going to have a secretive feature and they're going to have a hologram and all this nonsense. They feature a machine-readable zone and a radio frequency identification tag that can be scanned by a reader from 20 feet away. The RFID, yeah, the RFID tag contains only a reference number to protect personal information on the card. Ugh. Identification cards, which cost $40 for renewals and 15 for existing licenses, enable Washington state residents to travel freely across the U.S. land border with Canada. They are being marketed as a low-cost alter alternative to passports. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, and it goes on. The RF papers, please. It's going to be awful, but you were dreadful. Yeah, the RFID tag's not being read yet. Because the scanner's not in place, which is what the Zank said, uh, Ben. So, you know, th this is going on. It's, it's mainstream media now. It's right out in the open. And Ari apparently, from what I hear, and I, I would double-check this very carefully, but Arizona and I think Vermont, Ben, are either employing it, have employed it, or plan to in the next couple of months. So I'm trying to keep a close well, eye on this. I mean, they're saying they're saying it is voluntary. Uh, but it's, But then again, you know, Social Security was voluntary back in the day, too. So, Of course. And, and, and you know, again... You, you try to make you try to make a you know complete the puzzle out of all the things that are going on. So you have all this news about how nice it's going to be to travel to Canada with these new passport slash ID card RFID uh, you know identification cards. But then, out of natural news, soon the U.S. citizens must ask government permission to fly or travel. Then, ah. the Department of the Homeland Security, Transportation Security Administration of the TSA, is moving forward to institute a rule that will require all passengers to go through a government review process before. Boarding any airplane that takes off or lands anywhere within the United States. Oh. U.S. government already re already requires international passengers to participate in the Advanced Passenger Information System, providing their full name, gender, date of birth, nationality, country of residence, and travel document type and number to the TSA before boarding. Under the proposed secure flight program, this procedure would also be required on domestic flights. Currently, individual airlines are responsible for checking the passenger manifests against the new fly and enhanced screening list provided by the TSA. And how many congressmen were on that no-fly list? And who knows? <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and Ted Kennedy himself was on that <laughs> no-fly list and got hassled at the airport. So <sighs> just completely inaccurate, uh, bumbling fumbling idiots in the government like there always is i can't even handle can't even handle a freaking taser gun let alone <laughs> let alone a, a no passenger flight list that's I the mean, other thing too man that's a good point i mean you know and then they give and then they give uh passports to terrorists known terrorists that were trying to fly tra travel inside the united states before 9-11 well you know it's for freedom man. god i love it the new programs are uniquely american isn't it? absolutely george um I want to finish this article. When we get back, though, I do want to bring and introduce everybody to our new producer, Mike Batiste. He is in the studio with us. We also will have Charles Ratner in the studio, second hour of a new episode of Law or Lies. So there's a lot of fun yet, Ben, yes. uh, on the show. It's not all bad news, but uh, you're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. We shall return. I'd like to stay here all day, but i gotta, I got to go to Vegas.
people who use Cardivite know about the pollutants in our body and want them out. For over five years, Cardivite has proven itself time-tested. Here's Dr. Matson, a naturopathic doctor's thoughts on Cardivite. In our mind, there isn't such a great big mystery to disease anymore. This basic tenet of yeast in the gut and metals in the liver covers at least 70-80% of the diseases that we see. When we do our program, you know, herbal formulas like Cardivite, and you see someone who could barely walk up a hill now going for regular jobs, few months later, we know we're doing something right. It's a well-thought-out formula. I mean, the idea of it working on yeast and metals both at the same time and liver function is dead on. It, you'll find, I think, that it'll work more than just on, on heart problems and circulation problems. It'll work on other problems as well. For more information, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit our website at www.heartdrop.com. That toll-free number again, one 877 928-8822. Republican presidential candidate Ron Paul is unique. Congressman Ron Paul has a principled, consistent voting record that is not dictated by special interests in Washington. Ron Paul has stood resolute against our government's interference overseas, in our economy, and in our personal lives. Ron Paul is the champion of the Constitution. Ron Paul's candidacy is hope for America. Be a part of it. Join us. Thousands already have. Ron Paul has received more donations from men and women in the military than any other candidate. Don't believe the cynical lie that we can't fight the big money that funds politics as usual. People of every age, race, and background, united by a message of freedom, peace, and prosperity, are ready to take this country back. Learn more at ronpaul2008.com. That's ronpaul2008.com. This is Ron Paul, candidate for president, and I approve this message. This message brought to you by grassroots efforts to elect Ron Paul. Fabrique Nationale makes a rifle known as the Fusil Automatic Leger, or Light Automatic Rifle, considered to be the right arm of what's left of the free world. If you're familiar with FNFAL, then visit GunPartsGuy.com, an excellent source for parts, accessories, and technical support for all FAL rifles. If you'd like to modify or upgrade your FAL, the Gun Parts Guy has a great selection of new, refinished, and refurbished parts. The Gun Parts Guy doesn't have a federal firearms license, and he doesn't want one, but he is the source for parts and the best. Best FAL kits today. Call James at 360-906-8369 or email gunpartsguy at hotmail.com. You'll be pleased with the personal care and technical support you get from the Gun Parts Guy. That number again, 360-906-8369. Whether you call or visit the website at gunpartsguy.com, be sure to mention WTPRN to get an additional 10% discount off their already low, low prices. The Freedom Message, waking up people everywhere. I'm Ron Paul, and you're listening to We the People Radio Network. Eight 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 two zero two nineteen eighty four. Give us a call. We want to hear from you. We're dying to hear from you. Or you could drop us an IM, AOL, Instant Messenger, Animal Farm Show, all one word. And hit up our website, animalfarmshow.com. Tony, you were saying. Uh, Natural News, David Gutierrez uh, wrote another article, and I, I was trying to put it in perspective after talking about how nice it is to be able to use our new identification cards with the RFID technology. But then, then you read this article, and again, you scratch your head. Soon U.S. Uh, U.S. citizens now are going to have to ask for government permission to fly or travel. And whether it's 
even if it's not true, the idea uh, that we've been hearing about this for a while, then I don't know if it's going to be implemented. Okay, I'm not really sure. But uh, Homeland Security is very busy, and Sheratov has told us about this. So I just want to get Elator himself. Yeah, I just want to get people thinking about this. You know, I'm not going to go as far. You know, people believe that the RFID, especially the implement, uh, implementable, you know, the implantable ones. Yes. There's a whole other issue there with you know biblical stories, and we have the Book of Revelations and the Mark of the Beast. <laughs> and of course, I think it's very important and get your thoughts on that. But just the bottom line is now they got them into the identification cards, Ben. We've been hearing about this for so long. So before you know it, when people start losing the identification cards, what's next? I think, you know, when we talk about things like that, it's always it's always great to look back at history. You know, everybody remembers that that uh, infamous picture from the from the prison camps, the concentration camps in uh, in, in Germany, where the, all the prisoners were holding up their wrists and showing the ID numbers that were tattooed onto their wrists that were fed into an IBM database. Courtesy, courtesy, courtesy of IBM. Courtesy of IBM that uh, Hitler used to uh, slaughter a bunch of different people with. So just got to look back at that stuff and, and really remember what... What history has taught us about this type of identification, you know? Yeah, well, where's Catherine Arbrecht when you need her? I mean, she talks about this all the time. If you don't believe us, you know, listen to her show. She focuses primarily on RFID technology where it is, and she obviously knows a hell of a lot more about this than we do. Uh, but I guess you could use the the frog in the boiling pot theory there, Ben, where, you know, if you boil a frog slowly, slowly, that, you know, eventually he'll just die in the pot. And when I realize what's going on, this is what Absolutely. they've been doing. Yeah. Slowly but surely, they got him in the passports, yeah. and they're using him for health, and then all of a sudden now they're in the ID cards. Well, this is a great thing Michael Badenark went over in, in his Constitution class, where he talked about you have to start making us think about things now before Absolutely. it gets too bad. You know, he talked about the progression that happened with the Jews, how they made them wear the, the yellow band around their arms, and eventually they had said to themselves, because they didn't want to fight the tyranny, they had said to themselves, listen, you know, I'm a Jewish person, I'm proud to wear this yellow band on my arm, I'm very proud to be a Jew, and then, you know, they were easily identified in that way, and they had the night of glass, where they broke the crap out of every single Jewish person's storefront, then the Jewish people, you know, kind of got scared and said, well, I don't really want to piss off the Germans anymore, <laughs> yeah. by, uh, you know, talking out against Hitler and stuff like that, and then the next thing you know, they're getting loaded into train cars, and Michael Badenark asks uh, the question: Where the hell do you think you're going? Do you think exactly. you're going on vacation? No, no, you're going. Yeah. You're going to get. You're going to get shafted. Yeah, and, yeah. and you know that's just a thing that that you have to think about because you know by that time where they're getting loaded up into train cars, it's not like they have the point. It's not like they have it in their head like we can we can now object to things. It's too late to object to things at that point. Absolutely. At that point, it's way too late. So you have to object to things before. Yeah. History is repeating itself right now. What do you want? I mean, do you want, yeah, a, it does. want a friggin' does. telegram? Do you want an email? What else do you need at this point? If, you, if you're one of these people who thinks, oh, I have nothing to hide from the government, so it doesn't really matter if they, you know, if they take my rights. Think again, folks. We just covered last show. They're building concentration camps, FEMA, for years now. FEMA has been building concentration camps. They have, what, the bus with the shackles in them now, Ben? Yes. History is repeating itself right now. And we know what happened. And it comes to the point where, you know, they can ask that question, hey, do you have nothing to hide from the government? Well, it's going to come to a point where, you know, tyrants are going to become so tyrannical and so controlling that everything you do, you're going to have to hide. You know, you're not going to be able to take a dump between Tuesday <laughs> between Tuesday from 2 and 4 in the afternoon, and you're going to have to start hiding that crap. I mean, that's the way. <laughs> Oh, oh, I was just gonna. I was. <laughs> I'm just. So that's the type of stuff that you deal you know, with ben, when you're dealing with tyrants, and people are mad, and they'll make you do stupid <laughs> crap. You know? I was just wondering when P.S. was gonna get something in there. I thought he was gonna go with the really graphic one, but don't anyway, go with the graphic. He one. chose. Don't play. He chose the elongated version, but uh, all right. 
folks. Well, it was a high pitched version. It really was. That was a new one. Thank you, Pi. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio um, Show. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, George. Thank you, Pius. Government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. Tyranny getting you down, folks. New World Order got you on the run. But don't fret. You got the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. who's been following the Animal Farm Radio Show. We appreciate all the support, first off, and we've been really blessed. We really, truly have been blessed. We've gotten great opportunities, and now to be on the We The People Radio Network is truly an honor. But additionally, we, uh, we're growing, folks. It's not just Ben, Pius, and Tony anymore. We also are yes, trying it's to... Not, it's not only We The People Radio Network anymore. And it, it, absolutely, the Ron Paul Revolution Radio Network. Folks, if you're listening, uh, welcome. Thank you for listening. We, uh, we do appreciate the support. And um, before we get to the phone calls, I do want to introduce our new producer, Mike Batiste. Let's hear a round of applause. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) I know I'm not the the nicest person in the world. The Imperial Marchman? Well, you know, okay, so under under the scene here, behind the scenes, folks... <laughs> Sprinkled a little Hitler right. in there too. All right, we're, oh we're, we're getting we're getting way out of control here. Yeah, Mike, right here. Mike's a hardworking guy, folks. He does a great job. He's he's been with us for a little over a week now, and he's done a really fantastic job, and we appreciate that. But he is the the Hitler of this studio because well, he is... somebody's got to be. I mean, you guys, you, you stand up against all these these big issues, but when the interns get out of hand, you just buckle down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're going to whip anybody into shape, start with your own interns. Well, Mike has, a, my Mike has a vendetta <laughs> against interns. I guess maybe something happened in his experience. Um, I stand by the theory that interns aren't real people. Oh. They're oh. sub-people. Oh, boy. But they aspire, to, they aspire oh, to be regular people someday. That's why we help them work. Oh, but boy. besides all that, I, I did want to thank uh, the We the People Radio Network and all of its affiliates. Um, for taking care of the, the animal farm radio show the way that they do. Um, and I just urge everybody out there, uh, to, just like Tony and Ben do, you've you got to reach out to us, and they're going to say, hey, you know, call in about this specific thing. I, I want you to reach us at any point, any time. Let us know what you like. More importantly to me, let us know what you don't like. I won't yell at you. I'm just going to yell at the interns. Somehow I'll make it their fault. But um, <laughs> we, we, you know, we're here, oh, and, and, and it's, 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 very, um, it's very broad. Mike has to. Doing. Sounds like Mike has to really find peace with his his inner intern. Hey, Something like that. I'm but, great. You know, I'm I'm my most favorite person in the world. It's the interns that have the problem. Absolutely. Well, Mike. Well, you know, from us here, we thank you. You thank us. We're all happy family, and uh, hopefully, the interns can survive you. And uh, be just fine. Absolutely. So, thank you for being here. And we're Let going to be a reminder to you all that this organization <laughs> will not tolerate failure. <laughs> that, precisely. That is Mike's motto. All right, folks. So we're going to go to your phone calls now. Uh, there is well, and this is an unscreened caller. Well, just just dropped. Okay. So we don't. We're not going to go to that person because they were on screen and we don't know who that is. You never know. And yet, uh, Ben, just another point here. Be a World of Warcraft terrorist. You know. I tell you. I mean, I, it's it, there's still a part of me. I just want. 
I want people to call in and, and just start disagreeing with what we say because we're not always right, and we don't we don't pretend to be always right. We're just giving you our side of the stories that are uh, that are being mentioned. And of course, like Jack Blood says, he doesn't cover the news; they're trying to uncover the news. So Absolutely, we're trying to do the same thing. Indeed. Indubitably. That's a fact. That's Absolutely. a fact. And just so, uh, just to get to it there, Ben, we did talk about the NAFTA superhighway. And, you know, Texas, Texans in general are extremely against this NAFTA superhighway. The Trans-Texas Corridor, is for, yeah. for example. And, folks, you know, we know you're in Texas. We know you're listening. We need to get some more information. And I constantly tell uh, my good friend Carrie lives in Texas. And I have a couple other friends that live there. You know, we need to get the information about this, Ben, because we only hear the CNN filtered news. You know, uh, other than that, we get the the Ben. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop laughing! Okay, he's dancing in the studio. It's getting out of control here, folks. Oh, <laughs> and, man. And then, of course, George W. Give me that. Uh, don't mess with things. Texas clip. <laughs> um, very appropriate, but it's it's a really important issue. It's, oh, good lord, good lord. Yeah, it's getting a little crazy at the Animal Farm, but I guess that's that's kind of what the name's about. You know, this is the. The farm, and like you said, what did you say in the beginning of the show? <laughs> the world we're just animals. We're, we're just animals. And we are its animals. Oh, boy. Wow. Thank Scott. God. Thank God we have some humor here. And, uh, you know, we, when we come back, you know, we're, we're going to talk about this. There was Lou, Lou Dobbs, obviously. You guys all know Lou Dobbs, CNN. He's gotten much better time slots since he's been talking about these issues. Interestingly enough, the ratings are going up for Lou Dobbs. But he mm-hmm. covers the Trans-Texas Corridor, NAFTA Superhighway, and most importantly, the North American Union, which, again, was conspiracy theory before it came out mainstream. Stream. When we get back, we're going to play the recent clip, which I think we forgot to play last show. Mm-hmm. But uh, Lou Dobbs, we got to him and his, his um, co-workers to uh, expose this and tell you what's going on in Texas. So stay tuned, folks. Animal Farm Radio Show with the People Radio Network. People who use Cardivite know about the pollutants in our body and want them out. For over five years, Cardivite has proven itself time-tested. Here's Dr. Matson, a naturopathic doctor's thoughts on Cardivite. In our mind, there isn't such a great big mystery to disease anymore. This basic tenet of yeast in the gut and metals in the liver covers at least 70-80% of the diseases that we see. When we do our program, you know, herbal formulas like Cardivite, and you see someone who could barely walk up a hill now going for regular jobs, few months later, we know we're doing something right. It's a well-thought-out formula. I mean, the idea of it working on yeast and metals both at the same time and liver function is dead on. It, you'll find, I think, that it'll work more than just on, on heart problems and circulation problems. It'll work on other problems as well. For more information, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit our website at www.heartdrop.com. That toll-free number again, one 877 Now you and your friends and family can enjoy the sweetest, cleanest drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey Light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner or call 
512-646-6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444. You can get justice. If you've been railroaded by the system, there is something you can do. I'm Randy Kelton from The Rule of Law on We the People Radio Network. At our new seminar, we'll demonstrate our techniques to enforce due process. Every step the jackbooted police and corrupt courts take is horrendously illegal. Whatever the details of your case, when public officials violate law, they disqualify themselves and the prosecution. We will show you what crimes they routinely commit as a matter of policy. We will provide step-by-step remedies to get your case thrown out. You'll receive a CD containing examples of every document you need and a practice guide. Just fill in the blanks and file. If you've paid thousands to an attorney, we'll show you what he should have done and how to make him wish he had. Our next seminar is on March the 1st, 2008 at Brave New Books in Austin, Texas. We start at 10 a.m. and we'll go until they throw us out. Reserve your place at ruleoflawradio.com. Great host. Great topics. Free speech at its best. This is We the People Radio Network. Welcome back, folks. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show. I'm with the People Radio Network. Number to call in is 888-202-1984. And you can instant message us at Animal Farm Show, one word, A-I-M. Get on the computer, folks. Let us know what is going on. And uh, for those of you in Texas, this is kind of repetitive stuff, but we have to get this message out. Uh, the, te- the Trans-Texas Corridor, for those who don't know, is planned to span the state of Texas from Laredo on the Mexican border to Texarkana on the border of Arkansas to continue all uh, north to north to Canada, all the way to Canada, straight up. So it's just cutting the U.S. in half, ultimately. The projected cost is $183 billion over 50 years, with no American companies expressing interest in financing it. With no public approval required to begin construction, repeated calls against the TTC at public meetings, with seldom a word of support, may easily go unheeded. And as most of you know... Lou Dobbs is the only man covering this in the mainstream media is Lou Dobbs. And he and one of his boys did a report. I don't remember the guy's name, and I'm sorry about that. But let me play some of the audio because it's important. It's known as the TTC, the Trans-Texas Corridor, I-69, or just the NAFTA Superhighway. One, two, three, four, three. It's highly controversial. The proposed route from Laredo, Texas to Texarkana, Texas, would be a 4,000-mile network of new toll roads with truck and car lanes, rail lines, pipeline, and utility zones. Its projected cost, $183 billion over 50 years. The purpose of the Trans-Texas Corridor would be to speed up the movement of goods from Mexico to proposed inland ports in America. This is about international global companies that are coming in and having their way with our politicians and making sure that this kind of an international corridor happens. doesn't matter what it does to the people in the path. It doesn't matter what it does to our way of life. And that's not going over well with thousands of people in the way of the massive project who've shown up at town hall meetings held by the state. Citizens here are not going to bear the burden so Walmart can get their cargo into the U.S. cheaper and faster. So far, none of the companies interested in financing the corridor are American. And among its opponents, presidential candidate and Texas Congressman Ron Paul. We don't know exactly what the long-term plan on or what the motivation is. Is this part of the North American Union or is this just to enhance travel in Texas? And I suspect it's a lot more and it's very costly. It involves millions of acres that may be taken under eminent domain. And besides that, 
everybody I've run into in the in the Texas, the people. All right. So therein lies one of my points I want to make here, Ben, because when we talk about issues that maybe haven't come to their themselves yet, when we talk about things that haven't happened yet, a lot of uh, opponents say, "Well, that'll never happen. We'll never let that happen." Oh, yes, it will. Well, it, they're going to try to make it happen, but I got to give credit to Texans because they really are standing up uh, about this and saying no, and for no other reason. The two reasons that I have found, and let me know if there's more, I'm sure there's plenty, but uh, financing this whole Trans-Texas Corridor is going to come out of, well, guess, you know, the t taxpayers are going to be paying for most yeah. of this, because no American company is apparently interested. By the way, you know, just to add in, uh, Lou Dobbs is... Uh his his cohort his his fellow thought criminal is uh, Bill Tucker. Bill Tucker, thank you, thank you. That's the name I forgot before. Uh, Bill Tucker obviously uh, reports on this plenty of times. Dobbs has been talking about this for almost a year now, and now that we know it's not just conspiracy theory, we talk about it. And the other thing that I want who was that dumbass that went on the on the air in the actual CNN YouTube debates and then claimed that it was a, a conspiracy theorist? Asked Ron Paul and says, "I hear fellow uh, supporters of you talking online." And they're saying that, that they're talking about some big highway and it's some conspiracy theory. I don't know, Ben. And, and, you know, that just, just shows the ignorance of people, you know? Sure does. And if, if the television says that it's a conspiracy theorist or if the neocons go on radio and say it's conspiracy theorist, then you're a conspiracy theorist. That's what it is, you know? Whatever the, no way. Whatever the flavor of the day is. And I'm sure plenty of people thought it was conspiracy theory. But again, uh, a lot of local Texans, a lot of people are really trying to fight this. And I can't blame them because think about it for a second. If Even if you're not in Texas... If the government says we're going to build a highway through your backyard, oh yeah, and, and therefore through eminent domain, we're going to take your house. What would you do? I don't know. You'd probably start talking to your neighbors and say, it's "Well, not only I mean, it, you can look at it as a as a singular thing, and I think it's a great way to look at it as a as an individual thing, where individuals' homes and their backyards are getting getting stolen from them. But look at it as a statewide thing or a countrywide thing. It's literally like taking a knife." And slicing through the entire country. Of course, you know, it is. And you're building a highway, 60 mile wide highway through the entire country, and it's like it's literally taking a, a knife and slicing through it. it absolutely is. is. I think uh, Ben, I think you, what you were talking about before, the name came to my Christopher Hayes in 2007. Christopher Hayes, I think, has been quoted as saying, "There's no such thing as a proposed NAFTA superhighway." So uh, Christopher Hayes, H A Y. -E you're a liar. Let us know. You're a liar. <laughs> I know. I'm pretty you sure know that's something that you're not telling us. You slimy scumbag liar. Christopher Hayes, you slimy scumbag liar. <laughs> Terry Hall of Texas Turf, T U R F, one word, says this is about international global companies that are coming in and having their way with our politicians. It doesn't matter what does to the people of the path. It doesn't matter what the, you know what happens to them. She continues and says it doesn't matter what it does to our way of life. And it's you know and again hammer the point home if you're going to lose your house to this trans texas corridor what would you do yeah so um all right so we have this is a skype caller calling in we don't have a name what is your name skype caller five seconds four seconds three seconds hello skype caller are you there <laughs> um, uh, okay. all right well we tried um and the other thing too, Ben, that we touched about last show, that is, is it's concerning me because I, I, out of the three ultimate candidates for her presidency, I, I've probably leaned more towards Obama than Hillary, Hillary, or uh, McCain, and uh, you know for for many reasons. But again, I brought up this article. And this is the first time that I saw some really interesting talk out of Barack Obama, and in my mind, it's because of the language he's using in this. It really seems as though he is going to be very pro NAFTA superhighway, maybe very pro Trans Texas corridor, and if nothing yeah. else, at the very root of problems that are going on, he's going to be very pro North American Union. Yeah, I'm going to have to go what? and agree with you. On that <laughs> yeah, <one. laughs> thank you, thank you. 
you. Uh, you know, but the bottom line, and I'll, I'll read some of the quotes, and you can check this out. The, the argument, argument here is uh, Barack Obama. The article came out of Dallas Morning News. The argument is that he's going to repair our relationship with Mexico. And some of the quotes are very interesting. If you're familiar with SPP.gov, uh, you'll understand what I'm talking about. If not, check it out. Security and Prosperity Partnership of America. Quote Obama, as president, I will restore that leadership by working to advance the common prosperity and security of all of the people of the Americas. That work must begin with the renewed strategic partnership with Mexico. Okay, so it goes on. Sounds so friendly and loving. Just interesting. The, the, maybe the best quote. Let me just jump to the best quote because there's, 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 there's two of them. Our relationship with Mexico should serve as a bridge to greater security and prosperity in North America and to better relations with Latin America. But we cannot achieve this partnership unless we engage in sustained and focused diplomacy and can develop a more effective working relationship with our neighbor to the south. And he also says, too often we neglect the unique needs of these communities, which are integrated with their sister cities across the border. As president, I will work with state and local governments to enhance cross-border partnerships in transportation, law enforcement, environmental protection, health care, and water usage. So it, Maybe I'm reading more. I'm reading too much into it, maybe Ben, but it, it just seems like he's talking very much about the North America as a union in a very coded language, as as most people do. All right, so you yeah. know, let me know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but uh, caller on the air. We're going to try this one more time. Skype caller. No, nobody's calling in. Blah blah blah. Same old usual. Um, so, folks, let us know. Bueller. I mean, <laughs> Bueller. <laughs> All right. So you know. Again, we're in, we're in New York. We are broadcasting right now out of New York, and you might be listening to us in Texas. But we need to find out what's what's really going on, and the more information we have, the better to inform the, the general public. So stay tuned, folks. We shall return. We'll tell you anything you want to hear. We lie like hell. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. Give us a call at 888-202-198. Visit us on the web at AnimalFarmShow.com. All right, folks. Jumping along as we often do here at the Animal Farm. Hip hoppity hoppity along. <laughs> so, you know, so the presidential candidates left at this point. I'm not really sure, Ben. I have some pretty bad feelings that pretty much no matter what cards were dealt at this point out of these three, that we're in for some very serious changes in our country. And I personally don't think those changes are going to benefit our idea of what America is. And I'm sure your thoughts are basically in line with that. Yeah. Uh, but we got we got to figure out what's going on here, folks. We've got to know what the ultimate goal of our politicians are and our congressmen. And we got to find out what's going on with the NAFTA superhighway and the Trans-Texas Corridor and the North American Union, because now it's open. It's right out there in the open, Ben. Yep. And we need to start exposing politicians for who they are. You know, are all, are, are the politicians acting like politicians? I have this article right here, and it's, uh, you know, about Cheney's subpoenaed emails missing. Oh, boy. Yes. This, Vice, is, this is another one, isn't this, it? And this is just great. Are politicians acting like politicians. Vice President's email lost for key week in CIA leap probe. Uh, how convenient when special counsel Patrick Fitzgerald wanted to find out what was going on inside Vice President Dick Cheney's office. The prosecutor in the CIA leak, leak probe made a logical move. He dropped a grand jury subpoena on the White House for all relevant email. One problem, even though White House computer technicians hunted high and low, an entire week's worth of email from Cheney's office was missing. The week was September 30th, 2003 to October 6, 2003, the opening days of the Justice Department's probe into whether anyone at the White House leaked the identity of CIA, CIA operative 
Valerie Plain. So isn't that isn't that just fantastic? And we'll get into that a little bit more when we get back. Phone number to call in, 888-202-1984. Hit up the website, animalfarmshow.com. You're listening to Animal Farm. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. How many hours of a drunken Cheney reading aloud for Mein Kampf can anyone stand? September 1st, Vote Rescue and our coalition, Texans for Real Elections, conducted an exit poll at the Texas Straw Poll in Fort Worth. With almost a 25% respondent rate, we found a discrepancy in one candidate's results, Ron Paul's. We are planning exit polls for the primary and presidential elections in 2008. This is a fun and exciting process in exercising our rights as citizens. Join us as a volunteer with Vote Rescue to monitor those elections and remind the government that elections belong to the people. Become a part of the growing movement to restore elections to the citizens with hand-counted paper ballots. We are winning. Exciting progress is being made, but we need your help. See our website, voterescue.org, for our meeting and action schedule or call 512-775-3737. We are the illusion. So turn off your television sets. Turn them off now. Turn them off right now. Turn them off and leave them off. Turn them off right in the middle of the sentence I'm speaking to you now. Turn them off. AnimalFarmShow.com, ladies and gentlemen. Hit us up, AOL Instant Messenger, Animal Farm Show, all one word. We have Dave in Texas. Dave, you are on. I'm real interested in what you guys are doing. I'm fixing to uh, hold a rally down here in Longview, Texas, on the 30th of the month. I'm the Grand Dragon of the state of Texas here at the Ku Klux Klan, and our uh, platform will be on this North American Union and uh, all of what's going on here. This this Trans-Texas Corridor is the biggest uh, rip-off to the state that uh, has ever been conceived. And for the people to be blinded and not uh, informed, uh, basically it's their own fault. They need to get out here and to listen. Uh, uh, Get on this Internet, listen. Get on these talk shows like your talk show. Listen and learn. Because if they don't, uh, when they roll the the tanks down through here and take this uh, uh, property in the name of eminent domain and build this, Okay, well, great. Dave, yes. what, what organization did you say you were from again? Uh, I represent the uh, traditional Christian Knights of the Ku Klux Klan in the great Ku Klux, state of Texas. Ku Klux Klan. What, can, you, can you describe that organization? What, is that, what does that do? I am a Ku Klux Klansman, sir. Uh, what, what, what is the Ku Klux Klan? Can you, can you give us a breakdown? Oh, Lord. Well, what? we are a white civil rights 
activist group. We are Christians. We are fighting for white civil rights, okay? Uh, we're proud to be white people. We believe in separation. We believe in segregation. And we believe in the Word of God, the law of God, for each to be separate, okay? Uh, we're not haters. We're not hate mongers. Uh, we, we don't intend to uh, deliver a message of hate. Uh, and just to clarify one thing real quick about the Ku Klux Klan, the rebel flag is not the flag of the Ku Klux Klan. The stars and stripes is the official flag of the Ku Klux Klan. Dave, let me ask you a question. Uh, this rally on the 30th, what is the ultimate purpose of the rally? Is it just inf information? What, what, are you, what are you trying to accomplish at the rally? Okay, we got two two purposes. We want to get out there. We want to get out a message to white, like-minded people that believe that they need or have the right to separate themselves from any other race. Okay, if you want to be multicultural, more power to you. If you want to be separate, more power to you. Because well, well, hold on. So, well, Dave, Dave, uh, okay, I understand, but let me ask you a question. Weren't we talking about the NAFTA superhighway under eminent domain taking away people's houses, correct? Yes. Okay, okay, so let me, ask you, let me ask you this. Let me play devil's advocate, if you will. If a black family's house was about to be, and I'm not trying to make, I, we're not about race here at the animal farm, okay? I don't look as people as color, but that's, you can take that for what you want. But let's say, for example, they're going to take away your house, and they're going to take away your neighbor's house, and your neighbors happen to be African Americans. Would you not fight for their rights just the same, to not take away their home and property under the idea of America? I would stand out there and I would shed my life's blood for that man's property, the same as I would mine if he was a up uh, above board uh, uh, black Christian American citizen. You bet. You bet. Okay. Well, I mean, that's a, what if he wasn't a Christian? Well, I mean, if he wasn't a Christian, I mean, you know, that's a different story. I don't know that we have anything to do with him. Uh, I mean, I separate myself from people that uh, don't believe in God or practice God's ways. Well, Dave, listen, I mean, I appreciate the call, and, and I mean, this is what the Animal Farm is about, Ben. You know, it, you, you might be frustrated listening to this show, because now we've we've given uh, the time to have the caller call in, but that's what it's all about. I don't agree, Dave. I, I mean, to me, I think the beauty of America is that we have people who believe in different religions, or maybe no religion at all, and I'm secure enough in my beliefs, thankfully, that uh, your beliefs will never offend me, and uh, they're never going to, never will, but I'm glad we got the opinion, and listen, I, I just, I don't agree with that particular idea but again i don't understand if you will fight for the black family's rights to not have their house taken away and your own then how could you be the member of a ku klux klan who preaches i guess white supremacy in a lot of ways and uh, i'm sorry to take the you know the fire away from you dave i want to move on we do have phone lines coming through we have people calling in so uh not you know it, there it is folks you know we we want to get your opinions and we'll let you uh, give them on the show so uh megan in pennsylvania you're on the air go ahead Megan, are you there? Going once. Hey, baby. Megan twice. Megan from Pennsylvania. Okay. So interesting, Ben. I mean, uh, your service, madam. That's that's an interesting phone call, and um, well, you know, hopefully that'll that'll spurge some more phone calls at this point. Uh, yeah, I if anybody wants to call call in and comment on what Dave was saying, yeah, um, you know, I, I I just don't know what to say. I mean. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because you know my my father was a, a Black Panther. <laughs> so mm -hmm. to hear Dave Collin talk about the Ku Klux Klan. I mean, I, I think every organization that we have, you know, we really need to look into and and try to 
filter through all the myths that are out there and stuff like that. So, I mean, I think that's it's fine to to get a uh, Dave calling in and to speak well, in listen, his mind. But, but that's now we have Megan calling in, speaking her mind. Well, we're trying to have Megan. Megan, yeah. are you there? No, Megan's gone. Megan's no longer with us, unfortunately. Well, and yeah, Christ, well, that's like it. We're all retarded or something. Like we're all retarded now. Um, it, yeah, it, to me, yeah, ultimately, it just sounds very counterproductive to think of us as any color or religion or race because our threat is not coming from those elements. Our threats are coming from the government and mm -hmm. elements inside the government. And they don't give a damn what you call yourself, what religion you practice, who you call God, or what color your skin is. Believe me when I tell you, they don't care. Okay? They're going after you, the citizen. They're going after you, the civilian. And whatever they want, they're going to try to get. So if we sit here and argue and moan and, ar and fight... Uh, for white rights as opposed to black rights. And if we buy into division, which is exactly what they want us to do, they want us to be divided. Mm -hmm. They want us to fight amongst ourselves so that they can do whatever the hell they want. This is a losing battle, if that's the case. We're never going to win this battle, ever. Yeah, I absolutely agree, man. I think we need, we need to be we need to be colorblind. We need to look at, at people as you know as individuals with their own set of rights and and stuff like that. You know, I think that's that's an important part of it is 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 being colorblind, uh, realizing that every single person, whether they're black, whether they're white, uh, whether they're purple or pink, has the yeah. exact same rights and and gets the exact same. Uh, Type of type of treatment in, in terms of constitutional rights. Yeah, it's not about your march on you know on Capitol Hill. It's not about you protesting in the streets. It's about me and you being able to fight for both of our rights, even if we disagree. So uh, I want to get your opinions on this. Dan in Kentucky, are you with us? Dan is not with us. All right, our phone lines are doing really great tonight, folks, and I'm 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 really glad. So <laughs> we're trying we're trying our darndest to get people on to talk about this. Just everybody's fading away. Um, maybe uh, we scared them away at this point, Ben. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's one of the beliefs I hold strong. I mean, the, the bottom line is, no matter what you believe, we have to start thinking about us as Americans and not Republicans and not Democrats. Get out of your stupid parties and start becoming Americans. A house divided shall not stand. I didn't. I certainly wasn't the one who first said that. Someone much wiser than I did. So we got to start thinking about it, our country, as unified. Otherwise, we're never going to win. And uh, we're certainly, uh, we can't afford to start fighting amongst ourselves because that's all we've been doing for how long. Um, I really hope that we are better today than we were back in the days when, you know, we didn't treat people the, as, as the same as we are women and blacks. It's ridiculous. This is just ultimately ridiculous. Yeah, seems pretty silly in my opinion. Let's get back to this Cheney subpoena emails missing. This guy is a complete crook. Um, goes in, uh, obviously deletes emails or obviously does something to get rid of them. Um, and then people start looking to see if uh, to, to try to co uncover the trail of what happened during the Valerie Plame case, and they discover that his emails are missing. We have an audio clip in regards to that. Yeah, let me play this one because I think this was MSNBC that covered this. Any time we hear of something missing from the White House, it sounds alarm bells. This time, it's information in electronic form. This has to do with those fired U.S. attorneys, the administration's lawyers around the country. While they serve at the pleasure of the president, it was while looking into how and why some of them were fired that Democratic investigators learned some White House emails on the topic are missing. Now they're trying to find out if there is fire where there's smoke. Was this accidental or intentional? We get the story tonight oh, from yeah, NBC's <laughs> Kelly O'Donnell at the White House. Let me think. <laughs> Good evening. Brian, the White House can't put any real numbers on how many emails are missing, but officials describe it as a large volume of messages 
they can't find right now. <laughs> and much of the attention is on Carl Rove, whose email gets... Some squeaky clean Carl Rove? I can't believe that. ...special attention. The president's top political advisor and avid BlackBerry user, Carl Rove, is at the center of what the White House bluntly calls a screw-up. My experience has been that any time Carl Rove's name is mentioned, it adds to the ammunition, regardless of merit. The new spokeswoman for the White House said... Rove is one of 22 White House officials authorized to use email accounts paid for by the Republican National Committee for only their political work. But the White House admits some have improperly used those Republican email accounts for official government business, with addresses like gwb43.com and georgewbush.com. And more troubling, the RNC says it can't find perhaps thousands of deleted emails sent by those White House officials, meaning government records may be lost. Democrats want to know if any of those missing emails were about sensitive subjects, like the controversial firing of U.S. attorneys. I think the emails are recoverable, and to say they don't have them is like saying the dog ate my homework. The White House says it may hire outside computer experts to try to retrieve lost emails. They're going to hire outside people to retrieve the emails. You can never be sure when you hit delete that the file's really gone. And you can never be sure when you're trying to restore it that you're going to get everything. And the RNC says it created special rules just for Roe, archiving all his emails since 2006 because he'd been under investigation. Roe's personal lawyer says he never used political email accounts to avoid creating a record. We've seen uh, no basis to conclude that there was any um, intentional wrongdoing in, with the use of these emails. Okay, well, you know, everything's okay. No problem. Then. I believe. I believe them. The government would never lie to us like that. So, no. um, all right. So, Ben, we do have we do have pretty loaded phone lines. I'm going to try this again. Uh, we're going to go to Mike in Louisiana. Mike, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Hello, guys. All right, Mike. Thank you for How are you call. tonight, sir? Oh, just about perfect. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, what's on your mind? Well, I got in on uh, about halfway through uh, that caller uh, who was trying his best to articulate the uh, position of, uh, what was it, the Ku Klux Klan? That's correct. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. I might suggest to, to you and your listeners there that uh, what we might be hearing is uh, one man's opinion as opposed to uh, any kind of doctrine of a no longer existing organization that was... Uh, uh, I understand, founded as a result of uh, the carpetbaggers and Reconstruction in a time that was completely different from our own. And uh, Mike, and let me ask you a question. Uh, no, I, I hear what you're saying, but um, uh, we respect everybody's opinion here. As long as you don't call in and, and start uh, cursing and using obscenities, we're or pretty much threatening anybody. Yeah, I mean, unlike, uh, listen, you want know tell that guy to call in Sean Hannity, O'Reilly, any mainstream media show, and he will be immediately we let everybody do their thing and that's the idea here i'm yeah you know, i don't discriminate you for your beliefs in fact that that's the idea is to keep everybody <laughs> to have their well, to practice you know, their beliefs quote one way. of our favorite radio stations uh, one of the radio stations that we were on uh, previously before we the people radio network and ron paul revolution radio was was uh, the revere radio network and their motto is is free speech even when it's ugly and, and we take that to heart over here yeah at, i at mean the animal farm the, i think the beautiful thing is that we don't agree i think that's a great thing and I'm, i almost want to celebrate the fact that we don't because we all be pretty boring if we all felt like I did. But uh, Mike, question to you is: First off, I mean, do you agree with the caller? And, and what's your ulti- what's the, what's the point here? Uh, the the point is that uh, yes, he is entitled to his belief and everything. But 
Uh, I'm just not certain that he articulates the belief of a of, of a great majority of the people, uh, and that uh, I, w- I wouldn't construe that to be uh, my belief system at all. And uh, maybe some of it I agree with, like you say, and some of it I don't. But I just uh, wanted to point out that I think it'd be naive to, to say that he's uh, he's speaking for a great majority of uh, the white people, and that's my only point. No, All right. I, I completely agree with you. Uh, I don't think thank that he you. represents the majority of people. So thank you very much for the call. Yeah, absolutely. And again, folks, that's that's the idea here in Animal Farm. We want you to tell us what's on your mind. We're not going to discriminate you if your beliefs. The idea, we have a lot of different beliefs in this country. We know that, and it shows every day. Um, but again, the the overall goal is to think about uh, us as Americans uh, first before we think about ourselves as Ku Klux Klan members or Christians or anything else. That's I'll, my opinion. I, I want you to be on my team. <laughs> oh boy, George. Thank you, George. No, I'm not gonna be on your team, George. Sorry. Um, so yeah, another you know another White House blunder, Ben. And I guess you know it's it's no big deal. You know they lost emails. It's just proof. You know they they're they're no, le- they're legitimate. Everything's fine. Just a coincidence, folks. Yeah, no wrongdoing. I'm I mean, Vice President Cheney. <laughs> they could be, uh, you know, the war crimes. Where do they start and uh, where do they end up at this point? It's it's unbelievable how stupid they treat us. And when something like this happens and you have a White House spokesperson saying, well, there's no wrongdoing, you know, and they're going to look into finding an outside organization. I'll, I'll tell you where the emails are, Ben. They're in the same place where the uh, World Trade Center steel ended up. I think that's China. Okay, melted down, <laughs> never to be recovered. That's the same place. Along the with the WMDs. Yeah, all the, all the evidence they <laughs> sacrificed. Tupac and Elvis and Tupac and then John F. Kennedy and all the rest. Okay, <laughs> same same place John Lennon is right now. And the, you know, it, it's just unbelievable how stupid they treat us, and we just put up with it because again, Ben. You gotta watch American Idol. <laughs> Everything's great. You yeah, can go down to the store and buy a, a jug of milk, which is fantastic. I have to watch people singing on TV and being made fun of. That's more important than mm-hmm. you know freedom and information. So, anyways, phone number to call in eight 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 two zero two nineteen eighty four. Website is animalfarmshow.com. Uh, when we get back from the break, I want to talk about the Barack Obama cult mentality. Uh, how people, how how women, grown women, literally swooning as this gorgeous man walks by them. It's a lot. He's gotten a lot of publicity, Ben. I think ever since he's been beating Hillary in the polls, I think uh, you've seen a lot of articles coming out. Most of them, I think, have been anti-Barack, or at least painting him in a negative tone. So he's getting a lot of press, and it's not all the rock star mentality of Barack Obama that apparently Hillary is arguing. You know, the, the, the media is being very soft on him. So get your calls when we get back. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on the People Radio Network. Where am I supposed to go in the fetal position because of your polls? Chemtrails in the air, genetically modified clone processed food, poison water, radiation, and stress have reduced many of you into toxic cyber blobs. You can't go on like this, and I know you don't want to. Do yourself a favor. Do your country a favor. Be the best you can be and start taking Enerfood now. Enerfood is easy to prepare and cheaper than a cup of coffee to take every day. And speaking of coffee, Enerfood.com has the best all-organic fresh coffee ever. It's fair trade coffee infused with rainforest polysaccharides to, like Enerfood, improve your immune system and not destroy it. If coffee's not your thing, try the all-organic Coco Mojo. 
Enerfood is spelled E-N-E-R, enerfood.com, or give them a call at 866-762-9238. Mention WTPRN and save 10%. Try Enerfood because you can't be awake when you're always falling asleep. It's progressing, and it's only a short time until it's completely taken over every aspect of your life. We are entering martial law. There are ten telling signs of martial law. America has them all. Use the short time left to protect you and your family with the vital information in this book. Find this info bomb online in book form at survivemartiallaw.com. This book will tell you everything you need to know and how to prepare. Know exactly what you'll need to have hidden to live and how to survive under severe martial law. The worst part of martial law is in the beginning stages. SurviveMartialLaw.com will show you how to act around controlling troops, where to store life-saving supplies, and what to look for. Surviving can be difficult, but possible. Arm yourself with the knowledge, as this is the only weapon you will have to protect your family. Go to S-U-R-V-I-V-E-M-A-R-T-I-A-L-L-A-W.com or call 608-819-8011. Act today, as there will be no warning. You can get justice. If you've been railroaded by the system, there is something you can do. I'm Randy Kelton from the Rule of Law on We the People Radio Network. At our new seminar, we'll demonstrate our techniques to enforce due process. Every step the jackbooted police and corrupt courts take is horrendously illegal. Whatever the details of your case, when public officials violate law, they disqualify themselves and the prosecution. We will show you what crimes they routinely commit as a matter of policy. We will provide step-by-step remedies to get your case thrown out. You'll receive a CD containing examples of every document you need and a practice guide. Just fill in the blanks and file. If you've paid thousands to an attorney, we'll show you what he should have done and how to make him wish he had. Our next seminar is on March the 1st, 2008 at Brave New Books in Austin, Texas. We start at 10 a.m. and we'll go until they throw us out. Reserve your place at ruleoflawradio.com. News, politics, cover-ups, government corruption. You're listening to We the People Radio Network. WTPRN. Two zero two nineteen eighty four. Give us a call in. Tell us what you think. Um, no more Ku Klux Klan members on for today. We've had our <laughs> limit. That's it. <laughs> well, freedom of speech, Ben. It is freedom of speech. Freedom of speech, even when it's ugly. Okay. Um, so let's talk about this old Barack Obama thing, um, where he's literally uh, making grown women swoon upon his arrival. Um, he is quite the rock star. He he packs the the house these days, Ben. He's very popular. I'll tell you, man. He's one of the most popular he, candidates ever. He is. Uh, he's got a lot of uh, a charisma. But now they're starting to complain because they're saying that his, you know, his uh, his rallies and stuff like that are kind of like a church service where they're singing hymns and stuff like that, and they're chanting these bizarre chants. I got I got this clip right here. They're ch- chanting. Well, it's not really a bizarre clan, but it's like the uh, you know, we uh, we can we can type of chant that he's got going on. So we can. Yes, here it is. Okay. As he enters the stadium. Because um, he is the best candidate, 
I think he is going to be ready to lead America on day one. Um, Obama has a proven track record. He's inspired so many young people to get out and vote. Um, people who never felt a part of the government and that they had any um, any effect on it, but Obama has really inspired the nation. And I think he can really unify the people. I'm here in Houston at the Toyota Center to see Barack Obama, and I just feel like this is a part of me to be a part of history so that I can tell my children that I was here to witness the first black president of the United States. First of all, he's hot anyway. I mean, so. Okay. Okay. He's hot. He's from suck to blow. (laughs) (laughs) I like, and I I would agree with the idea that, yes, Barack Obama has inspired people, (laughs) very young people. I do agree with the fact that he is hot. No, he definitely is a sexy man. I'm not gonna lie. You know, listen. I mean, I don't know what's going on there. Hot, hot, hot. Oh boy. Hot, hot, hot. Okay. Okay. Very hot, Barack Obama. I do. I agree that you know, inspiration is one of the greatest things I've seen out of that campaign. Young people are inspired, and I think we're gonna have a voter turnout like we've never seen, especially of the youth. And I think it's a good thing. Um, you know, you you hear these these people talking on the clip that I just played, and they're kind of uh, speaking in such an abstract way about you know. The, the country, and we've never liked to be involved in the government, and then now Barack Obama is here, and now we can be involved in the in the government. And a lot of a lot of what's going on with him, and, and I hate to say this, and I hate to even bring up the race uh, thing again, but sure. a lot of people are voting for him because he's black, and that is a problem in my opinion. Well, you, you're you saying you're saying you're saying black people are voting for him because he's black. Uh, that's yeah, what you're well, well, maybe maybe not even black people. Some white people might be voting for him because he's black as well. Well, I mean, I, I think we can argue to a blue in the face what exact you know I think. People People who are going to vote for him, some people don't even know what he stands for. I think the idea is that he's young, he's hip, he's fresh. I think that in and of itself is very attractive. And if you couple that with the music videos that have been made about him and the friggin' Barack Obama girl and all that, it's marketing. And we know what sells in this country. And I think... Um you know, old men with white hair. I think that's getting old, and I'm not try- again. I'm not trying to make it into race. That well, we yeah. finally have someone young and fresh who's running. I think it's attractive. We don't want Hitlery. We don't want McCain. Well, yeah, no. I mean, and that's and that's the type of thing. I was down in New York at that uh, Ron Paul rally, and I was <laughs> as people were walking by with their Obama signs. I was trying to explain to them <laughs> that Ron Paul is not just another old white man. Yeah. You know? Well, and you know, you can't you, honestly, man. You can't blame the average person. I mean, you can blame them for not getting involved and not really looking into the uh, Barack Obama or any candidate that they follow, or just you know, absent-mindedly wear a T-shirt or have a sign for. But at the same time, I have to look at this in some way and say, you know what? At least people are thinking about politics. At least people are, are getting involved and are thinking about voting. I have to paint this in at least some positive light. So, uh, we, again, folks, loaded phone lines. We've got to get your opinion on this. We've got Joyce in Wisconsin. You're on the air. Hi, this is Joyce from Wisconsin. I am uh, from SurviveMarshallLaw.com. Oh, hello, and, Joyce. Uh, my Ben called me, and I guess he wanted my husband on tonight, but he was in a car wreck a week or so ago, and he's just really not right yet. A lot of, he's in a lot of pain, so I thought I'd call in and give my two cents of what's going on. Well, great. We'll we'll reschedule that. Uh, we'll reschedule that off air, uh, Joyce. Um, sorry to hear. What, sorry to hear about that, I know, Joyce. That's horrible. But uh, what, what what do you got to say about sorry. what's going on? Well, one thing I've got to say is, you know, possibly there'll be another election, but in my life of watching elections come and go, never seen or heard anybody say um, that this president acts or looks like a lame duck president. He just doesn't. 
And George I'm like, W. Why? I don't know why. I've not heard lame duck president this whole year. Absolutely, Joyce. I mean, I think the bottom line is, uh, you know, wh when do you impeach this president? I mean, what does he have to do? Uh, how many times does he have to insult and break laws of our in the country, insult our intelligence before we talk about impeachment? I mean, God, it's it's, un it's, un evil. it's unbearable. It's unbearable. He's not going to get impeached. We know, but um, yeah, it's it's a faulted system, Joyce. We all know that. So, but it's a lame. You know, the problem is he's supposed to be a lame duck president, which means lame duck means that he's at the end of his term. And he acts as if he's not going to be in power, and he really doesn't care what's going to happen next. This is not a man that looks, walks, talks, or acts like a lame duck president, and I want to know why. Well, why yeah, not? I mean, I think I think that's a good question. I think it's a I think it's a, a scary uh, notion that you know he could be thinking about not ending his presidency right now. Um, but you know, th thanks for the call, Joyce, and we'll talk off air about that uh, interview we scheduled earlier. Yeah, so hopefully. Uh your husband gets better as soon as possible. I mean, as, as far as George W. is concerned, there is a George really w. there's a really scary arrogance that I get. I mean, with you know, in addition to his ignorance, there's a really scary arrogance that George W. has, and especially with the last couple of shows when we covered him talking about how he doesn't think that the war has any impact on the falling economy. And even this week, in fact, I think it was yesterday or today, Ben, he actually goes out on the limb and says that we're not headed into a recession. Yes. This and guy knows nothing about economics at all. And, you know, it's he's a soft language, so like, we're definitely slowing down, but we're not heading into a recession, which is, which is, you know, just pathetic when you, when you look at this economy and how much debt we're in. Unbelievable. Jason, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> Jason in Canada, you're on the air in the Animal Farm. What's on your mind? Hey, what's up? Well, first of all, uh, I'd like to say about George W. Bush, uh, just to brighten your day, at least he didn't get what he wanted. He's a failed Hitler. <laughs> okay, all right. Which Listen, grass is always greener, right? Which is a, what's the plus? Because, uh, well, his, his great-granddaddy ran the steel slave labor in Hoshowitz, and I know mm -hmm. he wanted that, but he failed. Talking about anyway, Prescott Bush, okay. Bill Barack Obama, if you, if you follow, follow, like, the secret societies and stuff like that, you'd come to uh, one Akhenaten, the Egyptian pharaoh. Uh, okay. And... Uh, he is prevalent in secret societies, and I think I failed to see the symbolism in Barack Obama until I realized and equated him with Akhenaten. I think that's that's why they're behind him. Hey, well, Jason, let me ask you this. Uh, okay, out of the current people running for president, uh, who would you pick? <laughs> Who's your first pick? That's a hard question to say, right? Yeah, have, uh, you ever, have you ever heard, and, and yeah, obviously this is my candidate, have you ever heard of Ron Paul? Well, of course, I, well, I love Ron Paul. Uh, I, I support Ron Paul 100%, and uh, that's all I can say about that. Like, uh, As a Canadian, I've thought about ordering a Ron Paul shirt. I probably should have. You should, uh, absolutely. 100%. Every word he says is the truth. Like, like Barack, Hillary, if you look at... Their submissions, like all their money, came from the same corporations. All every every lick of it. Yeah. Well, and you know, you got you have McCain. Of Ron's money came from the people. Absolutely. Every, every cent. 
And, Absolutely. And, well, you know, Jason, you have here's here's the problem. You know, you have McCain out there saying he's never accepted outside funding. And then, you know, now I'm starting to think about Barack Obama differently. I'm starting to do a little bit more research and say, well, you know, even if this guy gets in, if he wins, is it going to be the same old garbage? Are we really going to have the change that he talks about? And is that change really a good thing, Ben? So thanks for the call, Jason, and it's good insight. I, I You know, I try not to get into the symbolism. I, I want to know as much as possible, and I'll keep my eyes and ears open to anything people say, and then I'll make my judgment on it. I try to keep that uh, as a rule. But, you know, listen, David Icke, if you want to look up David Icke, he's into the symbolism thing. You know, he talks about reptilian. It's not my bag, and it's not something that I try to spend my time on. Or, Ben, I think I'm, I could speak for you here, too. We want yeah, to keep... We I, want to, I study that stuff. I mean, I try to look into it as much as possible. Let's keep it interesting. So, Animal Farm Radio Show, we shall return. Chemtrails in the air, genetically modified clone processed food, poison water, radiation, and stress have reduced many of you into toxic cyber blobs. You can't go on like this, and I know you don't want to. Do yourself a favor. Do your country a favor. Be the best you can be and start taking Enerfood now. Enerfood is easy to prepare and cheaper than a cup of coffee to take every day. And speaking of coffee, Enerfood.com has the best all-organic fresh coffee ever. It's fair trade coffee infused with rainforest polysaccharides to, like Enerfood, improve your immune system and not destroy it. If coffee's not your thing, try the all-organic Cocoa Mojo. Enerfood is spelled E-N-E-R, enerfood.com, or give them a call at 866-762-9238. Mention WTPRN and save 10%. Try Enerfood because you can't be awake when you're always falling asleep. Ron Paul is an honest, humble, genuine man. Ron Paul is the most important candidate I've ever had a chance to vote for in my life. I've been a registered Democrat since I was 18 years old. People from every segment of society want to be free. It is a message of freedom that has drawn us to Ron Paul. Our founding fathers established that we would be able to worship and raise our children, educate our children as we wish. Dr. Ron Paul is an OBGYN physician who has delivered over 4,000 babies, but not once did he perform an abortion. In 1983, Ron Paul predicted the 1987 recession, four years before it happened. In South Carolina, at the debate, he announced that we're going into a recession. It's interesting that Dr. Ron Paul has received more financial contributions from military personnel, active and retired, than any other presidential candidate from either party. My mama and daddy are voting for Ron Paul. This is Dr. Katherine Albright. I've got a hot tip if you'd like to save money when you travel. BannisterTravelGroupInc.com, your one-stop travel agent. Whether you're visiting relatives this Christmas, attending a convention, or just eager to trade the winter blues for an umbrella on a tropical beach, the Bannister Travel Group provides convenient online access to the finest travel and lodging choices available and at competitive rates. Check out their website and compare. I'm betting they can save you money when you book your next trip. And would you like to make money when others travel? View the presentation at BannisterTravelGroupInc.com to see how. Then check out TravelProInsider.com and TravelProIncome.com to learn more about this terrific opportunity. The Bannister Travel Group proudly sponsors Joe Bannister's Freedom Above Fortune radio show and hopes you'll consider them as your one-stop travel resource to arrange your next trip or help you pursue your own opportunities in the travel industry. BannisterTravelGroupInc.com. Visit them today. 
Uncover the Truth with Catherine Albright, live from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., Monday to Friday, right here on We the People Radio Network. That's right, folks. Welcome back to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We're the People Radio Network. We've uh, we've covered quite an abundance of topics tonight, and so we want to give you a little something different now. It's time to play your favorite Animal Farm only Animal Farm game show. Highest. It's time to play. That's right, folks. You know it. You love it. Lorelei, the exclusive Animal Farm game show. <laughs> we have a treat tonight. Charles Ratner, as always, joins us for this segment, but he is in studio tonight. Charles, how are you? Good, boys. How are you doing? Oh, we're doing really well, Charles. Uh, so just to recap last week's, or two weeks ago, whatever the hell it was, we went over some other laws last week, and here's how the game show works. Charles Ratner, and a real attorney, folks. He's licensed. We're going to read you four laws. One of them is not true. The other yes. three are obviously true. So you have to pick the one that's not true. Number to call in again is 888-202-1984. And you can instant message us at Animal Farm Show. One word. A-I-M. Last time on Lorelei, we talked about the four laws. This was actually really great. Charles, you did a great job with this. Federal election law that it's illegal for a state's presidential electors for the Electoral College to vote against their state's popular vote was number one. In Maryland, it is illegal to give or receive oral sex was two. In Los Gatos, California, it is illegal to operate a bicycle without a license and registration. And in Harrison County, West Virginia, it is illegal to use a cell phone without a permit. And number one was the false lie. In federal election law, it is illegal for a state's presidential electors for the Electoral College to vote against their state's popular vote. So, last time we had the tally, unfortunately for Pyatt's sake, he's in last place. He doesn't have any. He's 0 for 2. I am 1 for 2. And Ben is 2 for 2, the champion at the top. Indeed, yes. All right, so it's time. It's time to read out the laws. Charles, I give it all to you. What are, the, what are today's four laws? Okay, all these have to do with our U.S. Constitution, so everything is under constitutional law. Which one of these doesn't, uh, doesn't apply under the Constitution? And number one, uh, private property should not be taken for public use without just compensation. Number two, no religious test shall be required for any office of the United States. Number three, a state which has uh, improperly conducted its presidential vote shall have its electors reduced in the next presidential election. And number four, uh, Congress shall pass no law that violates the right to privacy. All right. Wow. They just get harder and harder. This is, this is interesting. All right. So one more time, Charles, but we're going to go to a break after you read them again, and then um, we're going to pick a winner. And like I said, folks, if you want to participate, the number is 888-202-1984 or just instant message us, AIM, at Animal Farm Show. So one more time, Charles, tell us the four laws, and then we'll go to a little bit. Okay. Number one, private property shall not be taken for public use without just compensation. That's eminent domain. Uh, number two, no religious test shall be required for any office of the United States. Number three, a state which has an improper presidential vote shall have its electors reduced in the next election. Number four, uh, no law shall be passed that violates the right to privacy. All right, folks, you heard him here on the Animal Farm Show. This is Laura Lai. And when we get back, we're going to read you the correct answer. Stay tuned. 
I am absolutely appalled at how much people in this country do not think. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. Visit us on the web at www.animalfarmshow.com. All right, folks, we're playing Law or Law, your favorite Animal Farm game show. We have our four laws. We have Charles Reitner in the studio. What else could we want out of life at this point? Again, folks, here are the laws. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to read them again to you, paraphrase them a little bit, and I want you all to choose which law is not part of the Constitution, which law is false. All right, let's do one more time. Number one is no eminent domain without just compensation for the people, owner of the house. Number two... No religious test to be qualified for public office. Interesting. Number three, if a state holds an unfair presidential election, it shall have its electors reduced. And number four, no law can violate the right to privacy. So it's, it's time to choose here, folks. And again, i, I got to read these again. This is a little crazy. We're going to have everybody vote here at the Animal Farm. So far, uh, Ben, I don't know, Ben, you, you want to go first this week, or am I going first, or what are we doing? Well, my guess is my guess is number one. That's my guess. That, that That's the false law. Okay, I'm going to go with number two. Pyatt is going to go with number three. We have some interesting stuff, and uh, and uh, yeah, we have uh, our intern here who's going to go with number three. Number three? Mm-hmm. And John from Illinois is going to go for number two. Number two, John from Illinois. Okay, thank you for your vote. Your vote has been cast, so... Uh, Interesting results here. I think it's time to read which law is false. Drum roll, please, Pyatt. Thank you. And the false law is... Well, everyone gets a, gets a chalk in the loss column. Ooh. Number four, there is no constitutional right to privacy. Oh, my goodness. No law can, no law can violate the right. No, violate, then. No law can violate the right to privacy. That's false. So, yeah, tell us now, Charles. There's a law that can violate the right of privacy? Well, actually, the right to privacy doesn't exist under our Constitution. The Supreme Court's uh, had a few decisions in the past that recognize that an individual has such a right, uh, but uh, the Constitution doesn't recognize it as such. It's discussed very briefly in the Federalist Papers and some other areas of law, but really, your right to privacy does not exist anywhere on paper. Uh, what about the Fourth Amendment? That's a uh, right to search and seizure and so forth. It's not the same as your right to privacy, right to uh, keep the government out of your personal affairs. Not quite the same thing. Really? Uh, I'd love to hear people call in. I, I would have to. I got to disagree with that just on yeah, principle. Jeez. Uh, unreasonable searches and seizures upon probable cause. It sounds like privacy to me. Uh, well, there's one aspect of privacy, but the you know privacy has been applied to a number of things. Whether you can have your likeness used on the, on the TV without your consent. So, you know, there's there's privacy touches on so many more things rather than just if the government can come and search your house. Uh, so. Really, that's the one that's that's one aspect of it that is covered by the Constitution. But your general right to privacy is really all just uh, part of the common law. It was inherited from British common law, and the courts have continued to recognize it. But nothing on paper protects it, really. Oh my goodness! Wow. Well, we're gonna have to uh, get into a discussion about that. Yeah, I would have to agree. Uh, well, we all get zeros tonight, folks, and so hopefully you're laughing at us. <laughs> uh, not with us, I guess. I don't know. Well, but hopefully if, we'll all learn something, too. So no eminent domain without just compensation. We know that. But at the same time, I've heard of plenty of cases. Thank you. 
Lorelai. I've heard of plenty of cases where the people have not been just compensated the right uh, way. So, I, and again, this this is all it's all context at this point. No religious test to be qualified for public office. Okay, that's good. I would have to agree. If a state holds an unfair presidential election, it shall have its electors reduced. So that's actually in proportion to the number of voters that were defrauded. So okay. Well, that's number four, folks. No law can violate the right to privacy is false. And uh, I think we're going to have to do a show. And, uh, Charles, thank you once again for being here. My pleasure. Thank you. We really appreciate it, folks. Lorelai, it's just it's the greatest thing on the radio uh, right now. So we... Uh, <laughs> you want to be uh, blunt about what's taking turn. place? You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. It will be righteous. Fake seatbelt fools police, but not Grim Reaper, a 39-year-old New Zealand man who refused to wear a seatbelt and has been fined for not wearing one 32 times since February 22, 2003, died in a head-on car crash. This guy was wearing a fake seatbelt oh boy. in order what? to fool police, um, and he died in a... In a How exactly was he wearing a fake seatbelt? Like, did he have it strapped to his body, or was it just kind of laying over him? What's the story here, man? Without further, it could have been painted on his shirt or something like that. Sure, most of you get upset like I do when the car beeps at you for putting your seatbelt on or not having it on. It really gets to me. But uh, this guy really got his his revenge, and I guess he got a lot more, unfortunately. So Yeah, poor guy. People said that things like that happen. Yeah, well, people are against seatbelts, and I mean, I'd, I'd say they should have the right not to wear one if they really choose. Never mind the insurance companies, screw them. Well, if that happens, then they're going to come out with some sensor or some type of gizmo that's going to detect whether you have your seatbelt uh, popping, like this, like this news story I, story I have here with the oh you the know, UK the UK oh roadside cameras that detect blood. How much blood is traveling in the car right now? <laughs> so who knows what they're going to come out with next? You know, and and that's just one one aspect. They're they're Searching how much blood is in the car, and then they can give you fines if you're in the carpool lane uh, with with the incorrect number of people in your car. Absolutely, no. That it's it's suck your blood. They do want to suck your blood. (laughs) It is roadside cameras that detect blood will catch lone drivers who abuse car sharing lanes. And actually, I think it's good that you brought that up. And when we come back, I want to talk about some of the news coming out of Europe and the UK, especially specifically. Uh, It's bad here, folks, but it is just mind-boggling the news coming out of of the UK. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Adam Farm Radio Show, and we the people. Radio Network. This is Dr. Catherine Albright. I've got a hot tip if you'd like to save money when you travel. Bannister Travel Group Inc.com, your one stop travel agent. Whether you're visiting relatives this Christmas, attending a convention, or just eager to trade the winter blues for an umbrella on a tropical beach, the Bannister Travel Group provides convenient online access to the finest travel and lodging choices available and at competitive rates. Check out their website and compare. I'm betting they can save you money when you book your next trip. And would you like to make money when others travel? View the presentation at BannisterTravelGroupInc.com to see how. Then check out TravelProInsider.com and TravelProIncome.com to learn more about this terrific opportunity. 
The Bannister Travel Group proudly sponsors Joe Bannister's Freedom Above Fortune radio show and hopes you'll consider them as your one-stop travel resource to arrange your next trip or help you pursue your own opportunities in the travel industry. BannisterTravelGroupInc.com. Visit them today. It's progressing, and it's only a short time until it's completely taken over every aspect of your life. We are entering martial law. There are ten telling signs of martial law. America has them all. Use the short time left to protect you and your family with the vital information in this book. Find this info bomb online in book form at survivemartiallaw.com. This book will tell you everything you need to know and how to prepare. Know exactly what you'll need to have hidden to live and how to survive under severe martial law. The worst part of martial law is in the beginning stages. Survivemartiallaw.com will show you how to act around controlling troops, where to store life-saving supplies, and what to look for. Surviving can be difficult, but possible. Arm yourself with the knowledge, as this is the only weapon you will have to protect your family. Go to S-U-R-V-I-V-E-M-A-R-T-I-A-L-L-A-W.com or call 608-819-8011. Act today, as there will be no warning. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the New World Order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. The freedom message waking up people everywhere. I'm Ron Paul, and you're listening to We the People Radio Network. I want to talk about vaccines in this country. A lot of news coming out about vaccines and the link between mercury and vaccines. But before we do, uh, Ben, you and I read a lot of news, and no matter how bad the news is or how, I guess, anti-American, I would say, the news is and the headlines are that come out of our newspapers here, you look at the U.K., and some of the headlines that come out are just so amazingly bizarre, and it's not just there, to, I think, to get you to read the article. I mean, these things are actually happening. I'm going to rant off a couple. You guys can look these up on your own search engines. In the U.K., here are some headlines that just blow my mind. Fingerprint scanner at nursery door. Police turn up pressure for compulsory DNA database. Nice. As Ben mentioned, the roadside cameras that will detect blood or bodily fluid in a car, which is meant to catch lone drivers who abuse the car-sharing lanes. <laughs> no, more, oh, no more cops, just, just these cameras. <laughs> Another headline, government wants personal details of every traveler. Hmm. That's kind of American. Search engines will obey European Union data rules. Scary. And... Maybe the, the clincher for me, Ben. School removes CCTV cameras from children's toilets after furious protests from parents. 
Oh, how nice of them. Yeah, well, they love everybody. I mean, hey, kids. These are, this is not a joke. This <laughs> goes on. And, uh, you know, so I, I don't know what to make of those things. If those things ever happen here, some of them they do. The worst stuff in the UK. I mean, they have, sick. They have a... <laughs> it's mind-boggling. The birthplace of, of modern-day freedom, uh, the UK, you know, and they have, they have cameras... Uh, with microphones in them that shout back at people in, in public parks and stuff. Like they that. really do. I mean, it, it's amazing. It's it's very similar to that one of those cartoons in the Animatrix where you know, <laughs> playing music and telling you what to do on the streets. There, scary times, folks. Uh, ben, I, I was reading uh, this article. I, I try to get into the health news. Homeowners cautioned on use of fluorescent spiral light bulbs, and apparently the the. The, here, the story that's uh, going on here, energy-saving spiral fluorescent bulbs that may help in the battle against global warming could pose a health risk to babies, small children, pregnant women, according to two new studies. There is a very small, a very small amount of mercury in these light bulbs. So they say, if, first of all, put them where they won't normally break. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you have to make sure that you get rid of them uh, in a certain way. You can't just throw them in the garbage. There's a very, uh, there's a very tiny, tiny amount of mercury. It's one one-hundredth of what we are familiar with, which is the amount of mercury in thermometers. For example, said the Department of Environmental Protection Commissioner, Lori Burt, the lights use about 1% of mercury found in the old thermometers, or 1 to 30 milligrams. Hmm. Um, so, you know, this got me thinking, and again, this was a health risk article about mercury, and so I was, just, I was just trying to figure out, you know, to get a common ground of how much mercury is toxic and how much isn't, and how bad is it uh, for us. And we, you know, most of you know that there's a tremendous amount of controversy about vaccines and the amount of thermosil. Is that how it's pronounced, Ben? Thermosil, I think it's pronounced. I think so, yeah. Which is a mercury-containing substance. So, uh, you know, and then you couple this with the new article today, all U.S. kids should get flu vaccine, and panel says, it's amazing, this article goes on, they acknowledge that this year's flu vaccine is considered a poor match for two of the strains of the flu. Uh, because the virus mutates so quickly, the vaccine is usually formulated afresh each year. It includes three different strains of the virus. So the problem is this year's vaccine is really poorly performing. It's not really doing its job. Yeah. And at the same time, we, we still have thermarosol in the vaccines, Ben. Mm-hmm. And if you dig really deeply, there's another article that came out, another story. The government has recently conceded a vaccine autism link case in federal court. That's one of the big arguments yeah. that autism is being caused. Major health problems, ultimately. But and this is something that this, people in this movement have been saying for years upon years upon years, and they've been called conspiracy theorists once again. Of course. Um, and then they, then finally the government admits it, and they concede in, in a public courtroom. And uh, Well, I mean, yeah. Not typical. Parents, you know, and they always give you that language when, when something happens or causes negative harm uh, to people health-wise. They always say, well, there's no proven link between blah, 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 blah. But this time, I, mean, I think parents in the movement, uh, people, and I think even Jenny McCarthy we mentioned is in... Very much involved. Look yeah. it up, folks. She's very much involved uh, with this autism mercury link uh, with these vaccines and the movement there. But after years of insisting there is no evidence to link vaccines with the onset of autism spectrum disorder, or ASD, U.S. government has quietly conceded a vaccine autism case in the uh, Court of Federal Claims. This came out of uh, David Kirby wrote this. You can always check this out for yourselves, but I'll read a little bit of it. The unprecedented concession was filed on November 9th and sealed to protect the plaintiff's identity. It was obtained through individuals unrelated to the case. The claim, one of 4,900 autism cases currently pending in federal vaccine court. 
was conceded by the U.S. Assistant Attorney General Peter Keisler and other Justice Department officials on behalf of the Department of Health and Human Services, the defendant in all vaccine court cases. So uh, one of the interesting parts of the article here goes on to say the doctors conceded that the child was healthy and developing normally until her 18th month well baby visit. They call it a well baby visit. When she received vaccinations against nine different diseases all at once, two of them contain thimerosal. That's it. T-H-I-N-E-R-O-S-A-L. Days later, the girl began, uh, began spiraling downward into a cascade of illnesses and setbacks that within months presented as symptoms of autism, including no response to verbal direction, loss of language skills, no eye contact, loss of relatedness, whatever the hell that is, insomnia, in- incessant screaming, and there's another one, arching, arcing, yeah. and watching the fluorescent lights repeatedly during examination. Seven months after the vaccination, the patient was diagnosed by Dr. Andrew Zimmerman, a leading neurologist at the Kennedy Krieger's Children's Hospital Neurology Clinic. With regressive, and I can't even pronounce this, encephalopathy, I, I, I'm trying, brain disease. <laughs> Ultimately, it is brain disease with features consistent with autistic spectrum disorder following normal development, Ben. So it seems as though they're, they're, there's at least a case now that these parents can go on, and, and maybe the information is strong enough here to start really making not more of a case, but maybe use it more and, and, and maybe convince parents now to be careful. Yeah, and to just stop listening to the experts, you know, because of the experts are the, the supposed experts, I should say. You know, each and every one of us should try to become an expert in whatever we whatever we research. Um, but, you know, the, the experts are the people, the supposed experts were the people that were saying that mercury was good for us. Oh, you know? my God. I have, this, I have this clip right play, here. No, go ahead, play, because okay. people don't believe you when you say this, that News 12 somewhere in the country actually yeah. covered this. I actually tell you that mercury no. is good Let's for keep you. playing it. Okay. All right, here it is. Mercury-containing vaccines may help not harm kids, according to two new studies in the journal Pediatrics. There have been widespread concerns that mercury-based preservatives in vaccines might impair the neurological development of children. These new studies suggest that the opposite, that the preservatives may actually be associated with improved behavior and mental performance. Mm, get your shots, kiddies. It is just so incredibly Orwellian. You want to play the rest of that, or is that, is that all it is? It. How many others have you done this to? <laughs> what gives you the right to hand out life and death? Good question. Very good question. And then don't forget, Ben, that we talked about a week and a half ago that the FDI now ties pneumonia deaths to infant vaccines. Again, this is about vaccines. The idea of a vaccine, we I think we all agree, is a good idea if they work. Out of Reuters, GlaxoSmithKline's PLC rotavirus vaccine is associated with increased pneumonia-related deaths and other adverse reactions, U.S. regulatory staff said in documents posted on Friday. Um, just, you know, this was the 15th of February. The review comes ahead of a Food and Drug Administration advisory meeting next Wednesday to consider approval of the oral vaccine to prevent the most common cause of severe diarrhea and dehydration among infants and young children in the world. We talked about Pedialyte. That seems to cure the problem of dehydration, but um, it seems to cure hangovers as well. Also, oh, man, given the, I, the uh, AIM we received last week. Yeah, the moral <laughs> of the story here is the FDA documents. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the FDA, FDA documents noted uh, that the pneumonia-related deaths and convulsions they, they accepted them and they, I guess, acknowledged them, but did not appear to make a recommendation to the advisory panel. So it's unbelievable. And then don't forget, folks, uh, July 20, 2007, Bush. 
uh, veto to ban our mercury in a vaccines. President Bush is to veto a bill that would ban mercury in flu vaccines for children despite its known links to autism and other neuro- neurological disorders and despite the fact that he pledged in 2004 to support such a move when campaigning for re-election. So, uh, not only is- once... But twice. The hypocrisy, <laughs> the hypocrisy is rampant. It's unbelievable how much of a hypocrite George Bush and other politicians can be. Uh, the White House stated on Tuesday, and again, this is an old article, that the President Bush would veto the FY 2008 HHS Labor Education Appropriations Bill because of the cost and objectionable provisions, Ben, such as a measure to ban the use of childhood flu vaccines that contain thimerosal. Again, folks, this is how you spell it, T-H-I-M-E-R-O-S-A-L, which is a mercury base preservative. It you know, preserves the shot. God forbid we use anything else. But almost out of time here. We're going to go to Rick and Callie. You're on the air. Go ahead, Rick. Is that me? Yes, Rick. It's you. Oh, oh hey. Welcome um, to the Animal Farm. How are you? Oh, good. Um, usually I listen to uh, Cutting Through the Matrix with Alan Watts on, on this on this uh, program at this time. So, yes, um, we've had some schedule changes at uh, We the People Radio Network. Oh, okay. Is this the Animal We're Farm? We're here now. This is the Animal Farm, the one and only. Okay. Um, now, uh, um, are you a Ron Paul supporter? We are. Okay. I'm. I'm wondering. Uh, what, what do you think of uh, Cynthia McKinney? Because I, you know, I found out she was running for president. And nobody talked about her at all. I'm glad that you brought her up, Rick, because uh, because I think she's a great candidate. I think she's a, an absolute truth speaker, and uh, you know. Uh, I think I disagree with her on a lot of issues in terms of in terms of uh, gun control and, and uh, some environmental things like that. But I think she's absolutely great. She's she's super supportive of the 9/11 Truth Movement. And she's super supportive of of We Are Change and all these activ- activist groups that are out there. And uh, we totally support her here at the Animal Farm. Well, at least I do. Uh, thank you very hey, much baby. for the for the call, Rick, uh, in California. Again, folks, check out the website AnimalFarmShow.com. We got everything you need right there. Um, um, and uh, enjoy. We will be talking to you uh, next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, folks. Yep. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. We'll see you then.